good morning. Besorot Tovot. We'll learn today Le'Eloi Nishmat Eitan Dov Rosenzweig, one of uh, our friend's uh, child from Alon Shvut, who died yesterday in battle. At the beginning of the parasha, uh, there is the the dream, and uh, Yaakov sees in this dream angels going up and down the ladder, and there are many interpretations. <coughs> the uh, Rashi explains that the angels going up the ladder were angels from Eretz Yisrael, and the angels going down the ladder were angels from Chutz Laaretz. Because Yaakov was going to Chutz Laaretz, he was going to be accompanied by angels from Chutz Laaretz. And the angels that had accompanied him until now, the angels of Eretz Hill, went up the ladder. Uh, Maharal asks a question at the end of the parasha, when the exact opposite happens, when the angels of Eretz Yisrael come to meet him. He says, at the beginning of the parasha, when Yaakov had the dream, he wasn't at the border. He wasn't even at duty-free. He he was in Yerushalayim, and so why would he have seen angels of Chutzrah coming down and angels of Eretz Yisrael going up. He wasn't crossing over to Chutzaris yet. He still had a bit of a walk until he got there. Uh, my Rebbe added to this question a question, and this might come back to you now when you hear me saying it. He said, why is it that on Erev Yom Kippur, when we're at Kol Nidre, and then we go to Mariv and we say Kriyat Shema, we say Baruch Shem Kavod Malchuto Leolam Ba'ed out loud, and we are told that is because we are like angels on Erev Yom Kippur and on Yom Kippur, and angels say Baruch Shem Kavod Malchuto Leolam Ba'ed out loud. Uh, the thing is, my Rebbe used to ask, we don't feel like angels on Erev Yom Kippur. We have just eaten as much as we possibly can. We've drunk so much that we spend a lot of Kol Nidre coming in and out of the bathroom and saying more Asher Yasa than Kol Nidre. And so why is it that we are like angels at that stage? Even more so, he adds, at the end of the day, uh, when we get to Mariv, and we know that uh, that as the day ends, we get kapara, we get atonement. So why is it we say straight away in Mariv? We, we straight away uh, turn around to God and ask him to forgive us for sinning. We don't have any sins. It's, it's probably the purest time of our entire year. It is. You know, that minute when Yom Kippur goes out and we have God atonement, we are in our purest. It, all three are essentially the same questions. Uh, and the answer that the Maharal gives is is ekroni, is yesodi. The Maharal says that a person is defined not by where they stand, but by where they are going to. And therefore, because Yaakov was about to go to Chutz Laaretz, the Malachim, the angels of Chutz Laaretz, came to greet him. And when he came back to Israel, because he was going to Israel, the Malachim of Eretz Yisrael came to meet him. In the same way, my Rebbe said, Rabbi Bernstein, in the same way, when we are about to enter Yom Kippur, we are going to be like angels, and therefore we can say, Baruch Shem Kavod Ed. And when the fast is about to finish, it's inevitable that we are going to have certain misdemeanors because there is no person who doesn't sin, the Pasuk tells us, and therefore we say, this is an incredibly important yesod, that a person is defined not by where he stands right now, but by where he is going. 
I am aware that there is a slight difficulty with the Midrash on the words Ba'asher Husham Legabe Yishmael when Yishmael is starving to death and the, and the ministering angels say to God, let him die. Uh, and God says, well, what is his predicament right now? Is he a sinner or is he not a sinner? I say, now he's not a sinner, but he's going to be. And God says, I'm going to judge him now. So I'm aware of that problem with the theme of the Maharal, and I think I can answer it, but, but that's not what I want to talk to you about this morning. The, uh, the Maharal's theme is that we are defined not by where we stand right now, but by where we are going. And in difficult times... And each day is a difficult day. Uh, it's wonderful to see, to, uh, to perceive the idea that there are going to be freedom for, for these children. At the same time, our boys are still fighting. And uh, I'm not sure that a ceasefire for four days is going to make it easier for our boys to fight. But that's the price that we pay because of the values that we believe in. Uh, and then one gets home at the end of the day, walks into the house, and uh, I didn't even, it was even in the car on the way home, my wife informed me that uh, a friend of mine's son had, had, had died during the day. And uh, once again, you, were, you enter into the turmoil, I went to his house, gave him a hug, not much more one can do in situations like this. And where we stand right now is difficult. But, but we're not judging the situation or where we stand right now. We're judging the situation or where we are going and, and what we are focused on. That's in our religious life as well. We have, we have times where we don't feel totally connected and times when we're not doing exactly what we should be doing. And of course, that needs to be related to and that needs to be dealt with. But the question for all of us all the time is, where are we going? What are we focused on? What is our aspiration? What do we want to achieve? That is true of us as individuals. That is true of us as a country, as a nation, as a people. Where, where are we going? And, and even though it's difficult, in the middle of a crisis where issues are coming up by the second, really, by, by the second, by the minute, I said to, someone said to me, how are you? So I, I normally say, you know, normally one would say Baruch Hashem Yom Yom, day by day, and I've been recently saying Sha'a Sha'a, hour hour, and I said it to someone yesterday, he said, no, no, Rega Rega, minute by minute, you know, things are changing all the time and the challenges are there, and it's hard, but we must not lose focus on the future, we must not lose focus on our aspirations, where we want to go, how we want to be, that's what we're fighting for. We're fighting for not just the present, but the future as well, the future of our people, the future of our nation, the future of the state of Israel. That's what everyone is, has to be focused on, and our, our soldiers are definitely focused on it. And when my son went back to Gaza this week, uh, I said, why can't they, someone else, and he said, I'd rather it was me than anyone else, I'd rather it's us, and, and we know what we're doing, Baruch Hashem, Be'ezrat Hashem, it will be okay. And uh, the soldiers I've met, not that many, but they are focused, very focused on in the long run. And that's what defines us, what I'm focused on. So even if I'm having a hard day, that's totally mutar to have a hard day. It's totally legitimate to struggle. But every so often lift one's head up and see where one is going and look in the long run, look to the future, because uh, the future defines us. Where we are going, that is what defines us not necessarily the predicament I'm in this morning,
but where I will be, please God, when this is over, and how we will go forward, and how we will get better, and how things will get better. But Sheh we have to deal with, but, but it's clearly a yesod in the Maharal, that because Yaakov is going to Chutzah, he is defined by Malachi Chutzah, so when he's coming back, because he's going to enter Israel, he is defined by Malachi Eretz Israel. We are defined by where we are going. Every single one of us has to have a, an aspiration, a goal, an objective, an anima amin of where we're headed and where we want to be. Besorot tovot, have a good day.